You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Chris Meany, and it's you. And Chris Meany, I have to say, we are back again on Friday. It's a fun Friday. We were off yesterday because there were only a handful of games. Uh, but, but, when last we left you folks, on Wednesday, with all of this knowledge, if you listen to On Deck, you had a pretty, pretty, pretty good day, Chris Meany, wouldn't you say? Yeah, we, we nailed it. And I think it was just... <laughs> this is a strong A. This is a strong A performance <laughs> it, from us. It okay? was a strong A. Yeah, we got the Nelson Cruz home run call. That, w- that was a plus. But you know what? We took some shots on, on some pitchers, and we went against the grain, and it worked out. Vince Velasquez against Detroit nailed ended it. up having nine strikeouts through five and two-thirds scoreless innings. We talked about Brad Keller. We didn't we didn't really push him too much about playing him. I know you liked him in tournaments. You, you were all over him. I pushed him. him. And I pushed I just, Brad Keller hard. And I pushed, <laughs> and I was with you on maybe not rostering Keller, which would have been phenomenal because he had seven scoreless, only gave up four hits, 3K in Atlanta against that Braves team. But we talked about fading the Braves, and we said Keller is a good ground ball pitcher, doesn't give up a lot of bombs, I think only 10 on the season. It was it was an opportunity maybe just to get away from Atlanta, and we nailed it there with the under, the Braves, they were, they were shut out. So, yeah, overall, it was it was a and we talked about, of course, old shit from again on FanDuel going well, the, cheap. The Cardinals, right? Every every day they're undervalued and they're, and they're on a run. We I mean, just yeah. just for the Keller thing alone. Yeah, the I mean, it was so was good. Great. And we went we went uh, bananas on that Yankee game, too, which there were 17 runs in that one. So in case you're keeping score at home, <laughs> there were 60 runs scored in in that weekend that series unbelievable <laughs> and you know what it actually just worked out perfectly for us because it was oh. it, yes the big guys had games like edwin had a home run but it was you know you go through that three game series and you add up the production from aaron hicks glaber torres dd gregorius marwin gonzalez and miguel sano those were the five guys that were values in you know that entire right. series i mean all and of those we, guys those were guys under we 4K, telling you about and those were the just guys yep. who had Big time series. They that they were just unbelievable in all three games. So continue Look, to it was this is another I, I one today with the texting Yankees. me. Oh yeah. I had people texting me, tweeting at me, all this stuff. And people who are even now, like some people, this is that time of year where people will start giving up on their season long and they start playing some MLB DFS because they're just mad and they're trying to right. like, they just yeah. want to feel alive again. And they if you want to be alive Snell again, the line pitcher the rest of the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's like, oh my God, life sucks. I had Woodruff who's out now. I had Snell, uh, everything sucks. But yeah. this is Joey Gallo, another guy who's going to be gone for a month. But this is why you get the Line Star app, and this is why you listen to On Deck. I had I, this is a true story. I had like three separate people DM me and say, "Hey, listen to the show on Wednesday." Followed everything you guys said, crushed it. Even I, I played Love small, it. and some of them played bigger, and it was hilarious. And they were like, "Why didn't you do a show Thursday?" It's like because we don't do a show Thursday, man. That's why because <laughs> we usually take that day off. But we're back that. again today. I know I love it too. And I said, "Well, look, if you're enjoying the show, go uh, subscribe to the pre-snap." And they said, "No, already did it. Already <laughs> heard that. Already went and did it. All three of them." Nice. So, so yeah. there you have it. So if you haven't done it yet, the pre-snap with me and Chris Meany right here on the Line Star app, which is basically this show. But NFL 
and longer shows because it's NFL and there's a lot more to get to, obviously. We are going to be breaking things down. We're going to start with our preview shows in August. So go over there. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, go over to the pre-snap, subscribe, and we'll be there. And before you know it, there'll be some NFL content. We're going to do our previews, go through everything in August. Uh, we'll still be doing baseball. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. Relax. Take a deep breath. I know we're not here on Thursdays. I, I can't tell you how much slack we get for not being here on Thursdays. It's like five games. <laughs> I know. Guys, take it's, a day off if you want. Yeah, if you don't, yeah. I mean, it's five games. You figure it out, all right? Come on. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can always hit us up. We get some questions from some people. I had a question yesterday, but you know, didn't have your picks over on 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 deck. Oh, yeah, so, get mad. So, like, what so the they, hell? Yeah, they, it's so, like we so abandoned our pick. children. It's terrible. It's, yeah, we're like we're, yeah, like we're here on weekends. Fathers. We'll be we'll be here on the weekend. And there's some <laughs> there's right. a lot of games on the weekend. So yeah, we take that there day off Thursday. But I love to hear that, Joe. Like people that are listening because. You know, for anybody who's been having some, you know, some struggles lately, things actually get a little bit easier this time of the year. Some people check out of baseball. They turn their focus over to the football. There's still two solid months in Major yeah. League Baseball. We're talking August and September, and there's still a couple solid months. So, you know, we could have some success here in August for some people who are just still starting out and let's get after it. I actually, one of the, one of the dudes that was uh, DMing me about the, uh, you know, this thing. And he said, uh, he said, I tend to also listen to the, uh, another major podcast about DFS. Uh, you know, let's, let's say it rhymes with Schmodo Schminders. And um, they, <laughs> he said, you guys were the complete opposite of everything they said. He said, but I played everything you said and I won a ton of money. last <laughs> oh, Amazing. Even better. I love hearing that too. Yeah. It's, it's all about the people. So, we just want the other ones. About Velasquez. And it specifically was Velasquez, and it was specifically about uh, Keller and the against the Braves. It was those two things yeah. where they were they were going the opposite. They were going all in on the Braves, and I was like, no, 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 no. Are you watching Brad Keller lately? He's uh, yeah. he's been money, so it's time to go be money again. So yeah. let's start it up, baby. It's Friday. It's a new day. Yes, it is. And we're gonna start with the six forty game, Herman Marquez against Luis Castillo. Uh, look, Castillo's been great. Obviously, the six forty start. You know what that means. So, because yeah. um, Castillo. For the price, return on investment, it's good. Um, I like it. I would obviously fade away. If I like Castillo, that means I'm staying away from the Rockies bats. Um, Marquez at 7-4 is a nice value on on FanDuel, but you know, it really again comes down to like how are you wanna, you know, if you're gonna put this game into it. But let's let's just move on to the next one because that's that's yeah. one that really deserves our attention. It's Soroka at 9k on FanDuel against Ariad at 7-2. We're very picky here about when we use Soroka. I think this is a night where you can, on FanDuel specifically, strikeout rate can beat meh, but I think that the Braves will beat Jake Arrieta up as everybody does because he's very hittable. I like him there. I don't like him on DK at 9-9. Too expensive for me there with the way offense is. So Soroka on FanDuel only, not DK. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. You're right. 9-9 is, is really tough on DraftKings for him to return value because he doesn't strike out a lot but i think he's a great cash game pitcher i think you know you nailed it it's it's a phenomenal matchup against jake arietta who comes in with an 84 percent contact rate is the fifth highest in baseball he's allowed 128 hits it's a top 10 mark so this is what we talked about with keller like yeah keller allows some contact but he keeps the ball on the ground where jake arietta just doesn't like he he's it's not a great environment for him in philadelphia this is not a good spot for him so i like the braves and i think you can feel good about soroka being your one arm in uh, on Fanduel as even a cash cash tournament, whatever you want to do, I think the Braves win this game. All right, now let's let's move on to the next one here because you know that that's that's pretty much all we have to say about that one. But Yunjin Ryu is taking on Anibal Sanchez, okay, and this is in Washington. Now, look, 
no, we've been very pro Ryu, even in the beginning when nobody was buying in, we were buying in because of the yeah. way he finished the last year, the second half. I wrote extensively in the black book for baseball about how good he was in the second half. And I even wrote an article on fan tracks about how good he was in the second half. We should all be paying attention to this. This is a little bit longer than an anomaly and it's carried over into this year. So that being said, the nationals hit lefties very, very well. Annabelle Sanchez has four of his last six starts have been quality starts. I just want to throw this out there. If you are looking for the oppo contrarian play of the evening, it's this one because the ownership on Sanchez is going to be super low. He, I'm not saying as a standalone pitcher necessarily a seven, six, but as a secondary pitcher in tournaments on DK at six, six, holy crap. That's a huge value. And look, I, 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 I'm not saying that Ryu stinks. I'm not down on him. I'm saying it's an opportunity. I'm not saying you have to take it, but I'm saying is I think it's more viable than other people do. And we all know there's a lot of strange that happens. You know, I mean, look at Tanaka going out there last night and getting pwned in the first two innings. So these things happen. So yeah. am I crazy? Have I have I been just am I off my rocker here, Chris? Or do you see what I'm seeing? How how good the Nationals have been against left handed pitching this year? Not just that, but they're the best team in baseball since mid-May. And when I heard that, I had to like take a step back a second. I was like, really? I, I don't think I heard that. Now I've just, you've just made me take a step back. I hope the, everyone can still hear me because <laughs> now I'm further back from the microphone. The best team in baseball since mid-May. And you I mean, look at the standings. They're right there. They're closing the gap on the Braves. They, they're, they're holding a wild card spot down and you know, they're, they're, their, their offense has finally started to heat up a little bit, right? Like Trey Turner was out of the lineup for a little bit. Soto had struggled at the start of the season. They weren't really getting anything from Robles or Dozier. Like they're still not getting a lot from those guys, but uh, they're chipping in. And you look at Rio, the time to pick on him is when he's on the road because at home, I mean, his ERA is below one. <laughs> he's, he's phenomenal at home, but when he gets on the road, it's it's flirting with three. All of a sudden, this guy is walking guys. Human. He, he's human. Yeah, he's he, he's walked. He's at least walked <laughs> one guy in six straight starts. He's walked seven in his past three outings. So maybe he's not as crisp, not as sharp. Of course, there's going to be a little bit or of regression. He's just getting tired a little bit. I mean, yeah, there's going to be some aggression too, though. Yeah, end of July. This is also what it would also is another good point. And I just thought about that because you brought it up end of July. 123 innings he has so far this season. I mean, after this outing. It'll be the most he's had in a year since 2014. Good point. It's a good point. And this look, is somebody who doesn't pitch all the time. And Sanchez has been good. I'm just, I'm just, I'm putting it out there. Yeah, all right, for good. the price he has. Excuse me, five of his last seven outings have been quality starts. Okay, so like he's a guy that you can get in there and in the lineup. And I'm telling you, as a return on investment at that price on DK at six six. That allows you to do a whole lot offensively, and I think you're going to need some of that that Yankees. Uh, I think the bottom line is we just and those guys. Yeah, you're right. I think the bottom line is we we seek out some offense. We want some runs, and you know you just you have to paint a picture in your head. Like if you're on Ryu at that price and he and he falters, you're you're basically screwed to be honest. You're spending that much money on a pitcher, yeah. and if it goes the other way and you paint that picture in your head where he gets lit up a little bit and you're not on him and you have a couple Washington bats. From a tournament standpoint, you're off to a pretty good start. Annabelle Sanchez tonight is how you can separate yourself and make money. It might not work, but it's absolutely 100% worth a very, very long look. I'm telling you right now, if you're if you're playing single entry tournament, I understand you're not, you might not feel it, but I'm telling you, if you're multi entry, 
this needs to be in your multi-entry tonight. And if it hits, you can thank me and send me all kinds of, you can send me a nice edible arrangement. It's a nice time of year for that. The fresh fruit. It's very nice. So Diego Castillo against Jacob Wagaspack. I love Wag. I got just, I love saying that name. It's just so great. Uh, but they all be taking on each other. Actually this weekend now, all of a sudden becomes a really good weekend for the blue Jays because no Blake Snell now. Now yeah. the Rays have gone from, you know, they used to have that thing. Well, you know, we have Blake Snell and some other guys that will start. But now there's another one of those actual starting pitchers who actually starts games, who's now out of the mix for a month. And it's going to put a ton of strain on this Rays bullpen. So I am love, love, loving all weekend, the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, I think it's a good call. I mean, they're for one, they're cheap um, on both sites. And two, you bring up a great point. I mean, we've talked about them before and I wondered about them about six weeks ago. I was listening to the Rays broadcast and they were talking about their bullpen and just how some of these guys will probably be taxed by, you know, end of August. And it's probably going to happen earlier than that. Now that there's no Blake Snell, you're right. So another guy that's just going to, in Castillo is just going to come out and pitch an inning or two. It's like some of these Jays batch, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is obviously very cheap. Biggio is, is fairly cheap. Um, you know, you're probably going to see some lefties from Tampa out of the bullpen. I'll tell you what, Smoke is the guy I'm looking for, 2.9 on Fandle. Yeah. I'm looking at Smoke. I'm looking at Biggio, the two lefty bats here, at least to maybe jump on them early. Uh, that's where I'm going for sure. And if you want to get involved with Vlad too, I mean, look, that that four, five, six right there, three for Biggio, 2.8 for Vlad, 2.9 for Smoke. That's a nice little grouping that you can put in along with the Yankees tonight against Andrew Kashner, and you can do well. Speaking of which... Andrew Kasher's taking the mound in Fenway Park against the Yankees. Oh, right. so Good luck. And I don't love Paxton. I I got no love for Paxton. No. I am oh. I no. Shouldn't no no no. <laughs> Shouldn't have any love no. for him. I mean, the Red Sox just put up twenty runs. He has nineteen no. runs yesterday. Yeah. Right, exactly. So look, no, this is going to be a slugfest. Just get them all. Yeah. As many as you, it's like Pokemon. You just want to <laughs> collect them all as many as you can from this game because this yeah. is going to be another one of these slugfest i just i mean the yankees right now are in these bloodbath games yeah, where really it's are. like like you're waiting for them like like whoever scores the last touchdown wins that's pretty much the yankee game for the last and, and the red sox bullpen is trash the yankees are the only team in baseball to have two wins and allowing 12 and, runs on their team and guess like what? About that. this chapman's been awful over yeah, the last week or so is he, he has. he's got, walked eight guys in his last six yeah. innings is he already over eight? Yeah. Oh my god look just all tonight's about is guys like Annabelle Sanchez, teams like the Blue Jays. How do you work them in so that that way you can get the Yankees Red Sox game? That's what I just I yeah. want all the shares. It's going to be a four and a half hour. I mean, it's going to be it's like the, the Lawrence of Arabia of baseball games tonight. I'm telling you, it's going to be that kind of thing. And it's lefties have hit and lefties have hit uh, Paxson really well. I know Ben Attendee has been for the most part the last five weeks. He's been out of the lineup when a lefty, you know, is on the hill, but he's been heating up a little bit lately. So he's the value. Sam Travis gets in the lineup. I think he's the value. I don't know if they'll go with. Um, I think Mitch Moreland will probably take a seat, but either way, like if Moreland comes in, if you're playing on Fanduel, he's a little bit cheaper. You just want to get as many pieces of this game as as possible. Look at Didi now. His price at five one uh-huh. on DraftKings, but Man, guess what? Fanduel still snoozing three seven. I mean, he was two nine. Oh, he was two God. nine in that twin series, but still three. We own him every day. Every day. Oh, we own him every day. Every day. He was yeah, the I think he had ten RBI, ten or eleven RBI in that. <laughs> the series. over under is eleven on this one today, right? Yeah, yeah and I'm picking the over. I'm picking the over. Over, hundred percent over. All right, Dario Argazal and Zach Wheeler, who could possibly be making his last start as a Met. I know there's a lot of Cindergard buzz, but you never know here. So Wheeler's going to be uh, taking on uh, Dario, and look at nine three. He's basically the same on, on both sides, 9-2 on DK. 
he's a fine, like simple middle of the road guy tonight. In fact, if you want to like scale down a little bit, go with a Zach Wheeler at home against the pirates and take Annabelle Sanchez. I'm fine with that. Like, cause you're, you're going to need to be very efficient with your pitching. You just, you just need to be the, the next guy I'm going to talk about, obviously is a little bit more expensive, but I think when you look at it overall, Chris, I feel pretty good about them. And I also feel, you know, I don't want the Mets bats necessarily. Cano yeah. with 2.7. I'll still keep rolling with the hot bat against right handed yeah. pitching. But other than that, it's more about for me, just cherry picking some pitchers because I already told you how, how in love I am with the Red Sox and Yankees game tonight. So how do you feel about Wheeler at this price? You think this is a trap or a good return on investment? Um, I think, I think for tournaments, I usually have a rule. I don't like to start a pitcher the first, you know, outing after IL uh, stint, but, you know, he hasn't been on there too long. You know, he pitched still yeah, in this month in July. So, and it is the Pirates, you're right. So I think it's fine from tournaments. I probably won't go there in cash, but uh, I'm fine with the tournaments. I like some of the right-handed bats. I know I'm with you. I, I don't want to stack uh, really the Mets. You know, Alonzo obviously is a beast, um, but maybe Frazier. Um, so far, a small sample size, but Dario is allowing a 308 average, 361 Woba to right-handed bats. So I, I would maybe go there. Uh, I Conforto as well is pretty cheap. He's getting to that point where if you're playing on FanDuel as well, I take a shot on him. I know he's got some pop. I mean, 3.5 is a pretty decent price for him. But Kano at 2.7, you can't ignore it. We've been talking about that all year. Like, just as a punt little value play in tournaments, you got to do it. All right. So <clears throat> the chalky guy of the night is going to be Zach Greinke, and it, and it should sure. be. It's, yeah, a good sure. home, it's a good ballpark factor in Miami, a lineup that strikes out a ton. Zach Greinke, by the way, over his last 20 starts, ready for this, 2.56 ERA, 0.92 whip. I mean, this has been amazing. And I'll tell you what, you could probably get him, Annabelle Sanchez, and Yankees Red Sox, and and it all works. But you need need that thing, like Sanchez, to work as well in a tournament tonight. I think it'll be good. Look, you also, the other kind of X factor in this is you finally get David Peralta back in this lineup full-time, which I think is huge. When you get the middle of the, you know, the middle of the order bat back in the lineup, uh, it's a good opportunity. It's a good opportunity for Tim tonight against Sandy Alcantara, too, a right-handed pitcher. So I really like this. I like Escobar in this lineup too. Uh, I know he's a little on the expensive side of four-one, but him and David Peralta just three-five. That's another decent value. But Greinke to me is the good kind of chalk, and I think very safe, safer than Ryu tonight for sure for me in yeah. cash game. Not a yeah, I have a, I'll have a lot of exposure to Greinke. I love him. Both sites like him in tournament arm, and I like him as a cash arm. And yeah, you're right. Some lefties in there. Peralta is only three five on Fanduel, so they've kind of forgotten about him that he's been out of the lineup. So he's a he's in a pretty good spot. Lefties uh, are the way to go. Nine home runs against Alcantara. So yeah, all of those guys they'll switch over, right? Marte will switch over, yeah. and um, Escobar will switch over. And and Mar- both of those Marte and Escobar have been really solid all year long. They Better really have lefties, um, but they're they're in good spots. They're fine. All right, you got Kyle Hendricks going into Milwaukee, so I don't want him, and I never want Gio Gonzalez. So let's yeah, move on runs. to the hitters. There's so there. yeah, so look, Javier Baez at four three is a really good value tonight. He's swinging a hot bat. I uh, like Baez against the lefty and Gio Gonzalez in that ballpark. I think he is the one I pick out from that lineup, and the one off that I'm picking out from the Milwaukee lineup is Keston Hira, also swinging a hot bat right now. I mean, the guy's been—he never should have been sent down in the first place. It was just stupid, but his price is really caught up on Fanduel to four one. Uh, obviously on on DK, Javier Baez is very expensive, five two, and Keston here is five two. So I understand it's tougher. I get it, but this brings it back to the earlier thing of why guys like Annabelle Sanchez are really worth a look tonight because it allows you to get pieces like these guys who otherwise you couldn't. And it's not a great night of pitching, if especially if Ryu tanks. If Ryu tanks, yeah, I don't see a pitching performance I mean. on this board where somebody's going to drop twelve Ks on somebody. You know what I mean? There's no Garrett Cole, Verlander, Scherzer type performance that I'm worried about tonight. 
No, no, there really isn't. And Baez is a great call. I mean, he's got a 474 Woba against left-handed pitching. That's the top seven mark in baseball. He's hitting 370 against left-handed pitching. That's why he's priced so high. I mean, that's a top 10 mark in baseball as well. So I think he's worth it if you can find a way to get him in. I know Brian has been really good against lefties too. It's expensive, but you're right. Like, just spend down on pitching and get up. These are the two games. These are two game stacks. Red Sox, Yankees, and Cubs, and Brewers. I think there's going to be runs on both sides. And you mentioned some Milwaukee bats. And for Hendricks, yeah, a decent ratio guy, but gives up a lot of contact. I mean, he enters with a 79% contact rate and a 22% line drive rate, which is top five in baseball. So those Milwaukee bats, I mean, on Fandle, they're cheap. Like, Thames is cheap. Braun is cheap. Even Moustakis is, is not going to really put a hole in your wallet so i a there's lot another I tournament like. arm too we're gonna get to in a bit that i absolutely love tonight, i like this so. next one actually i don't mind michael pineda i don't well, mind I, I know you were gonna say that because you look <laughs> you and michael pineda would like i guess you guys went on a cruise together once or something because you just uh, love this guy it is i don't fun. know well, did you own consistent. him back in the day when he was uh, with no you know what i never owned him i you All know right. what it is it's my it was at the start of the season it was it was my <laughs> love for the twins i thought they were the breakout squad and i thought I that too. he would I be agree. able to do enough as a free pitcher just like he doesn't walk anyone he's got a 1.82 walks per nine he's starting to strike guys out now he's a, he's at least had eight strikeouts in three of his past four outings and his last one came against oakland a team that does not strike out and he's only allowed more than three ones one three runs once since May 5th. I mean, that's pretty solid. Actually, sorry, April 30th against the Astros. So it's been three or fewer in every single outing except for one, which came against the Royals in June. He's just been consistent. And I know he's going to get the run support tonight against Dylan Cease. Like, that's not even a question in my mind. So I think he's just a decent mid-value. I know 9K is a lot, um, but... I don't mind it. I, I feel like the twins are going to get the win. He's just, gonna, uh, I like you know, somebody better, play. but I, I see where I agree where you're coming. I think, I think yeah. he's got a better shot for a win than normal. Yeah. I mean, he just crushed the right white Sox. Not long ago. Eight K <clears> right. six. Yeah. So I actually think Pineda is okay. I think he's worth it. And Eddie Rosario is definitely worth the 4.1. Nelson Cruz a four, two. Those guys oh, in the middle yeah. that order. All, just all these guys. They're yeah. just great right now. I mean, they're just, you know, and obviously DK a little bit harder, um, so I'd probably fade them on DK, but on FanDuel, I want all of them I can possibly get. Jose Urquidy against Jack Flaherty. Uh, I, I can't, I can't anymore with Jack Flaherty. I just no, can't do it, especially against the bad. Astros. Nope. Yeah. So just a hard pass there. However, uh, if you, there's another group of guys too, this Astros lineup too, that you know you you got to account for. I mean, <laughs> you just have to tonight because Flaherty's been so awful, and that especially means the lefties like Michael Brantley. And uh, also, uh, Jose Altuve, who's been swinging hot bat, too. Look at Altuve's price on FanDuel. Moved up to 4-4. Like, a week ago, it was 3-8. I know. I mean, just a yeah. huge difference because he's been hitting bombs all over the place lately. So Yeah, Flaherty's been really bad. Would you go to your Queedy at all? Would you, Do you think about him at 5K? Mm-hmm. I know the Cardinals have been – they've been our team, really. I mean, they're on a heck of a run. I think they've won 13 of See, that's 15. the problem is they've been really good lately. Yeah, they have been, really been hot, good. so I'm going to say no. Yeah. I think this is another slugfest. <laughs> like I really, I look You're at this one, right. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of just going to be everyone beating up each other again. Yeah. And, you know, Goldschmidt's price has gone up too now. Now it's 3-7. I know Paul DeYoung's, now, yeah. and Paul DeYoung's been very hot too. So now that we're Three getting closer to four, when Goldschmidt was 3-2 in the beginning of the week and hitting bombs, we were all over him. We kept saying, start yeah. him, start him, start him. It's got to turn around. And it did. Now it's turned around. Now I'm less in love with it. Now it's like, yeah, eh, I don't know if I like you anymore as much because now yeah. it, it costs me if you fail. Um, I'll tell you what, this is the next guy I want to talk about. Okay. He's at home. He's against the Cleveland Indians. 
And his name is Jake Junis. He's my favorite tournament arm of the night. Seven, eight on FanDuel, eight, five on DK. He's gone six or more innings over his last three starts. 23 Ks, seven walks over that span. The last outing he had against the Indians, and he basically just just destroyed them. So I love this one tonight. I think this is one of your low-cost guys. And again, you're looking for salary relief on DK. 8-5 is very good. The FanDuel price is, is even better. And a night where I think you need a ton of offense, I think Jake Junis can can get it done at home, and I think this lineup can support him enough against Blesak. All right, all right. This is be the fifth time he's faced Cleveland. Yeah, and you're right. He's been fairly good, especially in that last outing. Only allowed two hits. Through I'm six, doubling up on Royals. Okay, I'm, get, I'm getting. I mean, Brad Keller, Jake Judas. I'm just. I'm all in. I'm all in, Meanie. I'm all in. You you are, and you know what? You you make a good point. So it's it's not a bad call. And I, I you know what? I would. I honestly would rather just take the take that crazy shot in the dark with uh, your quitty just at five k, but. Um, I don't mind this. And Plesak is nothing special either. So he could get the run support. Like Plesak is a guy who gives a lot of contact, doesn't strike out a lot of guys. So, I mean, that could go Jacob Junis's way. All right, let's move on to Lance Lynn, who's uh, expensive. He's in that 10K range all over the place. Uh, he's got a good matchup. He's had some a really good run here too. He's had, uh, was it, uh, three double-digit K performances over his last five starts. So he's really, the strikeout rate's been tremendous. It's a tough assignment though. Good pitcher ballpark, but tough assignment against the A's. Um, I still prefer Granky for the same amount. I just think it's a it's an easier path for Granky to the W than Lance Lynn tonight. I'm not saying Lynn's wrong. I'm saying I prefer Granky. Do you think they're even, or do you think one above the other? Uh, no, I prefer Granky too. I th- I think there's it's not a huge gap, but I love the matchup. Obviously, I think he's going to be able to get some run support, and you know they should be able to. Texas should be able to hit around Mangdon just a, a little bit. I mean, he enters with an 87 percent contact rate. That'd be number one in baseball. You know, if he had enough innings to qualify, and then he's got a 43 percent hard hit rate. So, but I won't really roster Lynn. I don't like to pick on Oakland. I know that you know sometimes their offense is really hard to judge whether they're you know, who's going to if they're going to be able to score some runs, like sometimes they're in good spots and, and they're disappointing. I think it's probably because of the ballpark that they play in the majority of the time is like you said, it's a pitcher friendly ballpark, but they don't strike out a ton. So I, I won't go there with Lynn and Lynn has been good, but he's allowed the sixth most hits in baseball. Like he is giving up some contact. You look at the game log, like seven hits, eight hits, six, nine against the angels, four outings ago. So Oakland could get seven to nine hits here and they probably won't strike out a ton. So I, I don't think I'll go there with Lynn. I think I'll fade him. I think I'll pass. All right, so let's move on to Baltimore right now because there's somebody we need to talk about. It's somebody who's been on a very hot streak lately, and he's just 3-3. He's a guy that over his last 33 at-bats has 13 hits, four home runs, nine RBI, and it's Anthony Santander. And for 3-3 on FanDuel, this is a great lineup builder guy. Now, DK, obviously a little bit different there. It's not tarot. It's 4-5. It's expensive, but the guy's red hot. He's hitting basically 400 over the last week. And um, and hitting with some power, too. He's facing Nick Tropiano. Uh, obviously, the Angels have had some turmoil there. You know, Matt Harvey gets DFA'd. So, boy, it didn't take long for the feel-good story of Matt Harvey's good start <laughs> to fade, did it? You no. know, we didn't even talk he about it. He doesn't even have a team happened. now. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, oh, and he had this brilliant start. And, the, and they, it's like, you know, that shining moment. And <laughs> yeah. his friend died. And he picked up the ball. And he was great for one more night. And then he yeah. DFA'd a week later. <laughs> he gone. He gone. That's baseball. That's baseball. But really, for me, 
there's not much else I'm looking for in this game. That's the one thing I'm targeting. It's not a trout night at five, eight, not with what's on the board, not the way it looks for me anyway, but Santander is a guy that I'm cherry picking out of this game. Is there someone you're cherry picking or do you want to fade this one altogether? Uh, no, that's a good call. I think there'll be some runs. I mean, there were a ton of runs in this game yesterday. It didn't look like we were going to get the over in this game yesterday, but we ended up getting 18 runs. I think there'll be a lot of runs here. Tropiano is not a, he's not a great pitcher. He's a fly ball guy. So some of these guys um, in Baltimore will be in play as well. Um, I mean, Trey Mancini, VR, uh, Cisco is not, a, I know I don't like to spend on catch catchers, but he's one that I would consider in this spot as well. Chris Davis is checking out on the line star app is a value at two, five. Why not? Tropiano is a fly ball guy. He always has been a fly ball guy. He's allowed home runs. Um, and even so far in 48 AAA innings, he's allowed eight homers. So I think he can go the other way. Charge probably a little bit too expensive in Otani, but Upton, Simmons is a contact guy. David Fletcher leads baseball with a 93% contact rate. He's the hardest guy in baseball to strike out. So he usually sets the table for the guys. Yeah, so I two think nine is a great value for him on FanDuel. Yeah. Two nine for Fletcher is terrific. All right, Daniel Norris and Kikuchi. You say Kikuchi, I say yes, please, because uh, I'm going to take Nick Cassianos in this one, 3-3. Three, three. I like that matchup for him against the lefty. I don't love either of these offenses. I just don't. So um, I thought about when a, a pitcher, like, should we go here? I was looking just no, deeper into I know no, they're so cheap, just no dice. No, eh? You're looking not for just, me. See, this it, game reeks of like four and two thirds from everybody. And just I like, just I wish I had more confidence open. in Kikuchi. And I, I just don't. I mean, even the Tigers, I mean, they strike out no. more than anybody in baseball. But both of these pitchers, they allow a ton of contact 80% for Norris. Kikuchi's 81%. They're both, that's both in the top 20. They both allow you know, top 15 and hits. So I feel like there could be some runs, but it's like, where do you go? Right. There's just nowhere really to go besides Castellanos who's the one professional hitter in Detroit's lineup. And the one professional hitter in Seattle's lineup is Vogelback. Like seriously. And he's not well, even like, he's got that's a lot the of thing. holes in his Domingo Santana is not in the lineup. I mean, you know, no Mitch Hanniger. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole different thing here. I'll, I'll make you feel better. Yossi Kikuchi over the last 73 innings has just 54 strikeouts. You feel better now? Yeah, yeah, and thirty walks. Okay, so yeah, he's awful. Yeah, there you go. Tab, I All right, thanks for talking me. Thanks welcome. for talking welcome. me out of it. Yeah. Sometimes you got to look at the big picture. No, you're right. And look, this is what's the beauty of DFS, right? Is you know, even the sun shines on a dog's ass someday. But sometimes <laughs> it's it's not. You just can't yeah. do it anyway. And I'll tell you the other thing too is, I'm I'm fading Joey Lucchese. I know he's going to be a very popular choice tonight. I like Lucchese as a pitcher. We've taken some shots with him this year. I don't like him against San Fran. They've been really good and I'm just, I'm not going to do it. And I think it's a trap. And I think guys like Brad Keller, again, guys like Annabelle Sanchez have a much better potential return on investment. Even your boy, Michael Pineda. I think I like better than Lucchese tonight. Yeah, you should. So, all right. Betting line wise, what are you looking for, Chris? All right. So we'll go with the team straight up. I like the Braves. I like Arizona. I like Minnesota, Houston. Um, and I do have Cleveland down here, but you, you got me a little hesitant about the Indians, uh, especially yesterday. They couldn't score a lot of runs against KC. But those are the teams I like straight up. I think you can get behind the Angels uh, by two and the over. And then there's just a lot of overs that I like. Chicago and Milwaukee over nine and a half. Boston and New York over 11 runs. I think you could even get crazy and tease it. You want to go over 13, 14 runs, get yourself some oh really good God. odds. Woo. Yeah, if you would have did it yesterday, I, I was looking at it. 14 runs was plus 400. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's big time. Uh, four times your money right there. There's going to be some run score in that game. And then Texas, Oakland, I I, th- I believe that there's going to be under two. I'm talking about fading Lance Lynn. I think Texas will be able to have some success against Megden. So there's the there's the betting lines right there. All right, it's time to call our shot, Chris Meany. And I'm sure there's going to be an abundance of options. But for me, I'm going 
where my heart is, and that's Andrew Kashner, because I love trolling Andrew Kashner, and he is pitching for the Red Sox against that giant Yankee lineup tonight. So I didn't get the DD home run the other day. I just I'm just on the DD wagon right now. So DD had the home run when I talked him up. And then I picked him for a home run. He didn't hit the home run, but I'm picking him again for the home run. I think he gets back on the home run wagon. He's red hot, swinging a hot bat here, hitting probably fifth in the order tonight against Andrew Kasher. So Didi Gregorius is going to go yard. How about you, Meanie? Who you got? Yeah, I'm going to stay in the same game. I'll just, I guess I'll take the other side of it against James Paxton. Um, let's go with, let's go with JD Martinez against James Paxton. It's the guy who hits lefties pretty well. Again, continues to be a value Four one. On FanDuel tonight. I mean, I when there's, understand I know it's why. the Red Sox, but there's three guys more expensive than JD Martinez on 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 his team, like DraftKings. Like that just on DraftKings, he's four five. You are not look, look. He's still JD Martinez, and we all know this too. JD Martinez is one of these guys that can flip the switch and have one of these three home run games. You know, he can be one of these guys that goes on a tear this whole weekend potentially. So just keep that in mind as you're going through that JD is a value right now in that lineup. I know that sounds insane, but no, the top is. of this order is all 5K on DK. The top of this order is all more expensive than him, except for Xander Bogarts on FanDuel. So JD is the best return on investment for sure. And James Paxson, I think, is exactly what he needs to get hot because Paxson's been, I guess the best word is uninspiring, Chris, right? Yeah, he's, he has been. He's been very under, uninspiring, underwhelming. He's not, not unders. Yeah, a lot of unders. He's not going yeah. deep in, into ball games, and you know what? He's a fly ball pitcher. He has been so far this year, thirty nine percent fly ball rate. So, uh, I think again, just attack this game. If you can find a way to get these guys in, attack the value where you can. Whether it's a Sam Travis, DD's an automatic Labor Torres, some of these guys you just want a piece of this a piece of this game. All right, if you want a piece of this podcast, you better listen and subscribe to On Deck, and you can get this show all the time. We'll be back again for the weekend edition, and while you're at it. Subscribe as well to the pre-snap, our football show online star app coming out very soon and get your fantasy football black book 2019 number one yes. in fantasy sports. We are crushing it, man. We are absolutely just all over. Uh, Chris Mean did the DFS chapter. It's going to get you ready. I just did the full update on the paperback. When you get that, the cheat sheets have been updated too. If you want to purchase those, the information's in the book. So go get your black book. That'll do it for me and Chris Meany. You can follow us on Twitter at Joe Pizapia 17 at Chris Meany, and at LineStar app. And make sure you download that LineStar app while you're doing all this too. You have busy, busy day ahead of you with all these things to do on the internet. But it's Friday, so no one's really watching you work anyway. So just go do it. So that'll do it for me and Chris. There's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. Been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast brought to you by Line Star. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meney.